I'm Andrew Trimble and I am never watching Rugby Wrap-Up. Next on Rugby Wrap-Up, Major League Rugby is here. Dan Power, Brian Ray and Matt McCarthy with all things MLR plus a superstar mystery guest. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pump and Lean and limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome back to this week's Rugby Wrap-Up Major League Rugby coverage with Major League hitters in Dan Power and Brian Ray. Brian, what MLR practice pitch or game pitch is that behind you? Is that uh, York? I think this is actually the old NOLA pitch. I just like the uh, little post pad here. I thought that was apropos for the start of the season. But I'm pretty sure that's the old NOLA pitch. Let's get to Dan and the breaking news right here on Rugby Wrap-Up. That Dan is indeed in St. Louis to ink a contract to run the St. Louis Power. I like ribs and I like Budweiser. I'm like Harry Carey, you know, the, the moon was barbecue spare ribs. <laughs> Would you eat it? Uh, so I just figured I'd just put St. Louis back here. Maybe, maybe it's got something to do with the mystery guess. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. So this first game up in MLR 2022, we have Old Glory DC going down to face the Atlanta Rattlers, who are actually snake bit. I'm going to go with Atlanta, just because I think there's some more stability in their roster. But boy, oh boy, talk about the offseason from hell uh, for, for rugby ATL. Um should galvanize them week one, pull the boys together. Uh, they can put on performance. I just think there's some holes in old glory that haven't been filled from last year. Uh, so until I see different, it'll be tough to pick them against what were the uh, runners-up last year. So ATL, they love a squeaky game. Uh, so we'll, we'll give them up by four points this one. You know, but just looking at ATL's roster uh, last week against uh, this past weekend against, uh, you know, NOLA, Pretty much uh, full strength. They're, they're, they're full side there. And uh, Old Glory, as far as I know, are still missing three or four of their guys, their imports. So, uh, you know, below strength. And, you know, and as it stands, losing all those key guys that Old Glory uh, lost last year, you got to go with the uh, ATL on this one at home. I'm going to give the home team the, the tip of the cap. They've got leadership in that locker room. They've got solid players. And they are the returning Eastern Conference champions. The next one up has the Dallas Jackals making their Major League Rugby debut a year after it was delayed up against fellow Texans in the Gogronies, Brian. Austin looked uh, pretty damn good in this preseason. I think uh, New York can attest. And, uh, you know, Dallas have had some problems. They're still on the lookout for a coach. Uh, you know, I hope my man Mo Abdelmonem gets on the pitch to get uh, to play against his former team, Austin. That'd be fun to see. <laughs> Got to go with AGs in this one. Brian's right. I, I don't know if I can circle a game on the roster, on the schedule that I think the Jackals are going to win at this point in time. But expansion is going to get harder and harder in this league as the teams continue to build their infrastructures and grow up. Um, and it was a tough run for Dallas, in, in fairness to them. Austin, man, uh, I think they're poised to go all in this year. Uh, this, this could be a bloodbath. And I know Knox is going to be there. And he's, he's pumped. He's primed. Noxie is... Yeah, the hair's pointing in different directions. Yeah. Uh, you can't lose with no Upside-down chugs. Yeah. So uh, call me crazy, but guys, I'm picking the Jackals to come up short. <laughs> huh? Next one up is L.A., the Giltinis, the champions, going in to see the new-look Sabercats. L.A. seemed to be everyone in town from what I last saw, uh, so can't. 
bet against the champs until I see something different. So LA pretty much did it with Dan said LA full strength in this one, defending champs. I mean, even on the road, they're going to be uh, tremendously difficult to beat. Uh, you know, I, I think there's a few guys in there. Dylan Smith. I know that scrum half uh, Mueller, Labuscagni, Bezaiden had a few of those South Africans have arrived. Not all of them though. I think they're still missing a couple of them. Uh, and the Argent, a couple of Argentina guys, I think haven't shown up yet. So Houston are going to be a little bit below strength. And uh, that's not always the best when you're up against a team like LA. So, Go with the Giltinis in the road. My intelligence tells me that, well, my intelligence, that's that's an oxymoron. I get it. Uh, no wisecracks, save your letters. Uh, that it's different for L.A. this year and that they just had, they've got everybody in, but they didn't have the two-week training camp that they had in Hawaii where everybody got to know each other and they came in battle ready. This time, they're all kind of just, they just filtered in some of the guys from overseas and you know, not everybody will play because they haven't had enough times. But you could see the likes of a Hanko Hilmeshais playing number eight, which could be interesting at times this season because what, what Poitavin and Hanko are both U.S. or U.S. eligible, so they're domestic players. So they can rotate those guys. And last year they didn't have a domestic number eight, which they can use Hanko at. Uh, but I think the Giltinis are still too deep with your man Ben Lesage at number 13, and I have it on good intelligence that he is going to be starting. So look for him to make a difference in that back line, filling in for the departed or now coach Adam Ashley Cooper. Giltini's by 10. Oh, hold on. Dan just uh, gave me the smile that means we have to break because we have the mystery guest coming up, and we'll be right back with our mystery guest after this selling or trading in your vehicle she makes it easy with easy trades start online or visit us in store we want your vehicle and we'll give you up to 125 percent of kbb value it's easy it's she he And it's time for our guess who the mystery guest is. And it's got Dan Power and Brian Ray fretting and fritzing and floundering, trying to figure out how they're going to guess who this mystery guest. First of all, let's welcome our club mystery guest. Club mystery guest, welcome. You want to say a few words to the guys? Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. Well, it is great having you, Club Mystery Guest. I got I to gotta say, Ryan, do you have a question for our Club Mystery Guest to, as to who his identity is? Are you involved with uh, Major League Rugby? Oh, yeah. Probably about four years. Four years now. Four years. I'll translate. Four years now, he said he's involved. He is indeed involved in Major League Rugby. Congratulations, Brian, on that correct. I'm getting that, that question correctly. What country were you born in, Mystery Guest? Oh, Born in the U.S. of A. Didn't see that one come, did you, Dan? Hmm. No, I didn't. Are you a current player in Major League Rugby? Oh, yes. Have you played all four years? Yeah. Are you on uh, a Western Conference team? No way, Jose. You play for uh, New York? Oh, yeah. Now you know. Yeah, here we Oh, of course. Of course, New York. Uh, are, are, are you a... Uh, Back row forward. Oh, no, in my dreams. How many tries have you scored? Last year, score in the 
in the first game. Are your initials uh, CW? Oh no! Yeah, they, they CW, CW, CW. All right, Dan, you want to Dan, you want to guess who it is? Because that was Brian's question. <laughs> Dan, you can I, take. I, Come on, Dan. I only have one um, CW on the that I know on the roster. Okay, well, well, that's not a question. That's a statement, Dan. This is a question. You have to ask it. Are there more than one, Brian? Oh, no, wait, we can no, 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 oh, no, that's it. He asked Brian the question. Brian, now it's back to you. Oh, God. Chance, Chance Wang Whiskey. Chance Wang Whiskey. <laughs> that was Dan. You had it right there. You were like Pat Mahomes. I was. I, and I, I threw it to Brian. I threw it to Brian. He asked the- CW rather than saying your name, which really just handed the – it was like spelling the word <laughs> out in uh, Wheel of Fortune and handing it to Dan – who then asked Brian a question. <laughs> so Chance, what's it like coming from Atlanta to New York? And I know that, you know, there's been some some stuff going on in Atlanta, uh, but now you're in New York. That's all in the rearview mirror for you. But, I mean, you, you must empathize with what's going on. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, obviously Atlanta was, you know, my home for the past two years. It was, you know, amazing culture uh, down there, amazing, amazing coaching staff and management. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you just need to spread your wings out and, you know, pick up on some new styles, create some new creativity and have some new forms of expression. So, yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a wonderful transition coming here. Um, my wife's still in Atlanta. She's, she's setting up a chiropractic, you know, so she's, she's going hard in the pain over there. And it's only just, you know, kind of just reflecting, you know, for me anyways, I just want to work just as hard as her. So if I can work just as hard as her, she does with her school doing 10 classes, 12 hour days, you know, I can do. You know, the same thing with rugby doing 12-hour days as well. So, yeah, like I said, it's very exciting being here. Um, great group of boys. Um, you know, I think we we'll all have our, you know, head in the right direction and just very excited for the season has to has to come. So when do you get to see you, the misses? Uh, it'll be in Atlanta when we play Atlanta. So that, that a little ways away, but uh, it'll definitely be nice to see her in the stands, you know, cheering me on, repping some, uh, some New York kit. Like cult- culturally – what are the big differences you've noticed going up to New York uh, compared to your time in Atlanta? Being in Atlanta, it was very much a, you know, we, it was very much a big South African culture, um, you know, having brides on Sundays and, and obviously, you know, the, the family culture was really cool there. Um, but then you come to here in New York and, you know, it's, it's a bit different. You get more of a New Zealand, you know, culture flair kind of thing going. So it's, it's really cool. It's like you go from, like this like family you know warm centric and it's just the environment i was in being in atlanta but coming to new york you, you get a little more of a, a grungy vibe more of like an independency thing like you kind of just like thrown into the thrown into the fire so to speak but everyone's like really willing to teach each other really willing to grow the game and just everyone's a student at the end of the day and it's, it's really cool to be you know surrounded by a lot of these guys who've been playing you know the sport for so long and and the thing is, is like New Zealanders are just known to be expressive footy players. So at the end of the day, like coming from Atlanta, which was very much like a defensive mindset, you know, we're going to we're going to shut them down. Now it's like we're going to let you play with the ball. You know, you can make some decisions of your own. You know, let's let's put some points on the board. But you, all right. So sure. you went to what Union High School in Tulsa and then Lindenwood, right? University. Mm-hmm. But why did you start playing rugby and how? Yeah, I, I, I it's crazy. I, uh, I met a, a buddy of mine who I've known all throughout elementary school. His older brother was, I think, about four years older than he was. Um, he was a freshman in college and I was a freshman in high school. 
and I was already doing football. I was already doing wrestling. And he was just like, yo, you're a big kid. You like, you want to come out, you know, give this a go. Like I said, my, the buddy of mine's older brother, I didn't play sports with the younger brother. Like we were just friends. We just grew up together. And he just asked me to come out to a training. I was like, yeah, I don't know. My mom actually was like, let's give it a try. You never know. Like you might actually really enjoy the sport. So went out, did it, tried blocking some people, doing some, you know, typical football stuff. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. Like you don't, you don't block, you don't do that. And uh, this is like, after that, I was like, wait, I get to run with the ball. Like I never had this opportunity before. You get to pass the ball too. I get to do all, all sorts of different things that, you know, football players, wrestlers wouldn't get the opportunity to do. And it, it, I was just like, this is awesome. Let's, let's continue doing this and kept playing it. Did all three sports throughout high school and uh, actually got a football scholarship to Lindenwood. Um, I, but I told him I'd only, I'd only sign up. I could play rugby in the spring and the, the head coach was like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, long story short, um, played my, played football my freshman year, went to rugby in the spring, came that following fall again. They're like, yeah, chance it's time to come back. I, I was like, you know what, let's, uh, let's hold off. Actually. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with rugby on this one and the rest is history pretty much. Who is your prop hero and why is it Alex Corbisera? Oh. <laughs> who, who allegedly oh, said that uh, you're the best goddamn prop he's ever seen. Allegedly. Diggs. Maybe I, maybe I, I really lied. did. I'm not, I'm not going to lie when I, I remember listening to the podcast and he gave me a shout out on that. And I was like, I got to DM this guy. I got to say, thank you. Like that was a true, true blessing to hear. Cause obviously like, oh man, his, his accolades and obviously his resume is pristine. So like for him to say something like that about me was obviously, you know, I'm truly blessed to hear and obviously want to live up to his words in the sense. So no, yeah, obviously that was, that was definitely, uh, definitely happy to hear, you know, come out of his mouth. So, yeah, he, he's definitely definitely up there for sure for me. How did you find out about the move to New York? Yeah, like obviously dust was settling and and uh, you know my rights got traded over to New York and I was like, this actually works out all in my favor. You know, I think coming, you know, there's some summer matches coming up with USA. Obviously, the, the more connection I can build with Dylan Fawcett, Nick Savetta, Nate Brakeley, uh, Benjamin Benassa, like. Those, that's that's a lot of the USA pack right there. So for me to, you know, get in the mix with those guys was would only benefit USA at the end of the day. And for me, I thought that was an extreme advantage. Um, and it'd be silly for me to miss out on, um, you know, especially with those summer matches coming up. So for me, you know, I'm, as much as I want to, you know, look for the future, you know, obviously there's a whole season ahead of us right now, which I'm, which I'm really stoked about. Yeah, New York's a beautiful place and obviously extremely blessed to be here. Well, Chengo is a beautiful man, and we appreciate you coming on here. Thank you, Mr. Chance Wengluski. We look forward to seeing you on the pitches here in New York and across your TV sets in Major League Rugby. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Thank you so much for your time. That, that was Chance Wengluski, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think is on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. 
Not a bad mystery guest. What a guy. Chance Wengluski. Chenko. Let's move on to the next match, and that is the Free Jacks. NOLA had their run out just in this past weekend. Uh, Free Jacks had one over against DC indoors, played a lot of guys there. I, I think there's a couple guys missing from uh, New England's uh, team still to come in. Uh, Vandenhoven, the second row from, from uh, well, Netherlands, but coming over from New Zealand. I think he's delayed one of them. But uh, I think NOLA has pretty much all their guys ready to go, and, and they're fit and healthy. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go with the gold at home to start the season with a win. Yeah, this one I don't know. This is Brian. Brian's such a smart, learned man of the game that he he's hit the nail again here. I just don't know, and we didn't really get to see anything other than score lines from the preseason. So we don't know. I will go towards Nola here, just because it's at home. That's a it's a long trip from Boston to New Orleans. You're getting out. They've just been hit with a massive snowstorm up there, as you know. You're in the, the northeast region, so training's probably been a little bit difficult or indoors, and you're stepping out in some nice weather in New Orleans who have been out in the field, training, functioning normally. Uh, I just think they'll catch them a little rusty in this one. But, yeah, could go, could go either way. Again, week one's tough, but I'll go New Orleans at home. Is Fixie back? Yes. Always, mate. Never bet against Nick Fix, the mongoose. What a guy. So I'll go for Nola. Yeah, I think that those players that we named last week coming back that were injured last year are like players acquired in a trade for NOLA. They are at home. I think you got to go home cooking here with the gold. Then we have Sunday, and we have two matches. One begins at 5 p.m. Eastern, and then we have that one at the 10 p.m. start on the East Coast, which for the uh, diehards, they'll be up watching that one. But the first one is the Utah Warriors going into San Diego, Dan. Legion. Legion, yep. Still not sure about this uh, Utah side with uh, who they're going to have at nine and what they're going to look like at nine. I think they'll miss Aston Fortane. Legion uh, had the experience where they can probably get away with a shortened preseason with Rob Shaw, Nonu and Peterson who have just so conditioned in season in terms of rugby miles IQ. And uh, these early games, that's what's going to make the difference because they're going to be a little messy. Like Fans should just be aware that the games aren't going to be the calibre that we saw at the back end of last year. So the experienced cool heads on San Diego playing on top of a, uh, is it a car park or a parking lot, depending on what you want to call it, where you're from. Uh, it, it could actually look kind of cool. Parking garage. Parking garage. Or garage. Yeah, garage. Um, cool. Yep, San Diego. San Diego, uh, Utah. We'll take a little time to settle with some key players in key positions starting their Warriors career. Do we know if the sports deck is turf or grass, Brian? It's grass. Okay, so what, what's your take on it, Brian? Yeah, I don't know if Nod is going to play. I know he just arrived from New Zealand. Uh, I don't think he's been to uh, – he certainly has, hasn't played in any of the preseason games. Uh, you know, I don't know if he's, how many practices he's been to, but I wouldn't be surprised if he sits this one out. But it doesn't matter. I mean, they've got some good players. I mean, Tian Lutz is another guy who played most of the second, the second half of last year, 12 anyway, so he can slot right in. He's been playing. So uh, I think they got – San Diego's had a couple good runouts now. I think they're going to be feeling pretty good. I think they might have the edge in this one. Utah, I remember, didn't play any preseason games unfortunately they just couldn't get them scheduled so uh yeah some some new guys at key positions for utah uh doesn't really spell success early on in this one it might take them a little while to to gel so gotta go with san diego in this one dan what's the coaching situation for san diego now see handsome yeah young new zealander danny lee who stepped in there and so that'll be uh again a bit of a transition for the legion but like the stability in the roster old heads prevail here you know what i'm gonna go against the grain here 
I like the Utah Warriors. I like the the Mountain Men coming down and uh, stealing this one, stealing it, because all they did was surprise us. All they did was surprise us all last year and give everybody their money's worth. I think the Warriors steal this one because the other the veterans for San Diego aren't up to speed yet, or they're not. They've just gotten to camp. Maybe they. Watch this. They're going to steal it. And then last but not least, at 10 p.m., so Brian has to stay. It's it's 11 p.m. for Brian on uh, Nova Scotia time, whatever you want to call that, Halifax time. Uh, and it's Seattle hosting his arrows for a 10 p.m. Eastern kickoff. Brian, because this is your team, let's start with Dan. Arrows. I'm going to go with Ryan. I think the Arrows, uh, it's going to be a good year for Toronto after last year. can only get better, right? Uh, Seattle, they're going to be tough at home. Crowd's going to be absolutely rocking there. But still a couple of little things I'm just not too sure about with that Seawolf side that I want to what are see they, Dan? them play. Just a little bit of depth in the pack, to be honest. Uh, front row, I want to see their set piece, see how it's firing. They don't really have anyone that jumps off the page for me as a massive line-out threat. And I think Toronto is just such a well-conditioned, structured side. Got the chance to chat with Lucas Rumble a couple of weeks ago. And there's just a couple of little things he said that kind of made me feel as though the Arrows are primed for a big season this year. So Pete Smith steps in as head coach to replace Chris Silverthorne. So they're going to get a little bit of a fresh kind of look at things, but you, you maintain the core up there. Um, I just, yeah, just like the arrows in this one. Brian, did Silverthorne deserve uh, to be replaced after having to play all the games on the road last year? Uh, I'm not sure it was so much, uh, you know, I, I think that was kind of a mutual decision, to be honest. I think Chris has been around that program, running it for so long. He was running the Ontario Blues, remember, before uh, they kind of transitioned into the Ontario Arrows, into the Toronto Arrows. So, you know, I, I think he probably just, uh, you know, after spending all that time away from his family, you know, last season, I think that was really difficult on him as well. And he spoke spoke about it, you know, after the game in Atlanta. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's probably just best for all parties, just to freshen things up. Chris is still in the organization. He's just doing other things, development and recruiting now. So, um, yeah. He's still, he's still with was, the what? He's still with the organization. Organizi doing, organization. Yeah, I uh, just wanted to say organization again. Those weird Canadians, huh? <laughs> yeah organization he's with the organization excellent uh so what's your take what how many how many try is, is it going to be 75 to nothing arrows brian <laughs> i don't think so i love this matchup i love that it's in seattle you know i can remember that that semi-final where uh, the arrows lost and seattle went on to win in 2019 but then 2020 they went back and sammy malcolm scored about 500 points and the arrows just smashed them in seattle so that's the performance i'm hoping to see i hope sammy the boot uh, you know kicks 10 penalty goals and 15 conversions and toronto wins i think it'll be closer than that uh but i gotta i'm gonna back the arrows for this one to start with a bang on the road uh against a, a difficult seawolf team with a couple you know that back line martin yosefo scares the you know, whatever out of me. So they got to get up and shut those guys down, but got to go with the arrows. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. And Adrian Balfour, one of the owners of the Seawolves, will be texting me if I don't pick his team at home. And Tony Riddell will give me the, hey, come on, man. Look, so I'm going to go with the Seawolves. I'm going to go with the Seawolves at home at Starfire with those fans going crazy. I think they're going to win. They've had they was they were in so many matches last year that they blew. 
for one ridiculous reason or 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 another. And Toronto, I picked them all t- all the time last year, Brian. You let me down every single time Toronto did. So on the road, they didn't prove to be road warriors last year. I know that they're reinvigorated living at home, but this is on the road. It's a long trip. I'm going with the hometown Seawolves. And guys, on that, I think we just have final comments. Dan? It's going to be a great year. Everyone going into it with a lot of optimism. I know George Killebrew and his team in Dallas are excited for the year. It's going to be a big year for fans as well. You know, we welcome in another franchise in Dallas. So fans in Dallas don't have to drive to Houston or Austin anymore to watch Major League Rugby live. They can go right there. Great stadium too. I think Brian mentioned that the other week. Great stadium for Dallas. So get out to a Dallas game. If you're an Austin-Houston fan, make the drive and repay the favor that the Dallas fans you know, have, have showed in the last few years. And, and just get out to a couple of games this year. If you live in a city with a team, take a couple of buddies, buy them a ticket. It's a reasonably priced professional sporting event. Just enjoy. Enjoy some homegrown rugby. And Chango, just smashing people. Chango smashing people. Chango smash. Chango smash. Excellent. Great points, Dan. Absolutely. I can't agree with you more. Just grab a couple of buddies, a couple of friends. They don't have to have seen a game. Bring them to a game. Have a good time. Brian. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Well, equal equal parts excited and a little bit uh, scared because, you know, there's not going to be any sleep between now and July, but, you know, whatever. It's, it's going to be fun, jam-packed with rugby every single week. I'm excited to see how the standard of play rises from last year. We've seen it improve every single year. Last year, L.A. set the bar pretty high. We'll see if everybody steps up to that mark this year. So I'm super thrilled. All kinds of new players to look out for, both Americans, Canadians, import players, lots of great names. So, uh, yeah, super excited. Can't wait for the season to start. All right. I'm very excited. And I got I got, a, I got a, 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 an earth-shattering declaration here. Sam Windsor will lead the league in points this season. I'll bet you on that one. All right. I have two Toonies and a Tim Hortons Maple Glazed. <laughs> Sammy Malcolm. All right. Right here. You heard it, folks. Two Toonies <laughs> and a Tim Hortons Maple Glazed riding on that. And on that note, I want to thank my Canadian friend, or just my friend, Brian Ray, and my friend, Dan Power. Thank you, gentlemen, for, tuning, uh, for, for helping us out here. Thank you to Chengo, Chan, Chance Wengluski, and thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other segments, including our college rugby wrap-up and the rugby odds, telling you how to bet on rugby, on Major League Rugby specifically, on rugbywrapup.com. And please check out our newsletter. And please, please, please sign up for our American Red Cross blood donor team.